This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively for your ears. In each episode, we put a different contestant to the test, and it all leads up to a season-ending face-to-face trivia death match. Best friends, what's to do better? In season one, it's all about podcast hosts, because I always wonder, what do they really know? 20 contestants, 15 questions, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. Playoffs? You kidding me? All right. Well, big day here. Welcome to the final episode of this first season of Podcast Game Show. It's the final showdown between our two trivia champions so far, at least. I have Scott Clark and Joe Thoreau here. Guys, how you doing today? Doing quite all right. Thanks for having me back. And uh, Scott, you're I'm a doing the outs- adversary. <laughs> you are worthy as well, man. I'm happy to be here. This is a lot of fun, and I'm really happy for you, Brandon. This uh, this thing seems to be taking off well for you. I'm, I'm I'm excited. Well, thank you, Scott, and thank you, Joe. Thanks for being here once again. You've been here three times already this season. I know you're ready to um, go ahead and get this over with and see who's going to win. Uh, <laughs> you guys are about to face off in the arena. You're, I know you're sharpening your weapons right now. Uh, I'll just introduce you guys again real quick again. Uh, I have Scott Clark, as I said, from the Gaming Outsider and also the Hollywood Outsider. Uh, Scott is in Rockford, Illinois. Is that all, is that right, Scott? So far, so good. Yes, sir. Rockford, Illinois. Scott, uh, if you win, what are you going to do with the prize, which is a free year of audiobooks from audiobooks.com? Uh, well, it, I've been thinking about that, about that possibility. And I, I got to say, if I do win this, I'm probably going to be gifting that to one of my listeners, actually, Uh-oh. just as kind of an incentive. And thanks to them for listening. So great. And then also, Joe, I have Joe Thoreau once again. Joe is our um, dramatic storyteller, really masterful storyteller, actually, uh, from 401 Stories. And Joe is in North Kingston, Rhode Island. What's up, Joe? Nothing much, Brandon. I, uh, I'm not nearly as generous as Scott. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm planning on keeping it all for myself. Uh, I, I don't want to share. I'd, the only person I'd possibly share with would be my wife. And I mean, she, I could barely get her to listen to my show. So forget yeah. about that. I'm listening to some books. That's I'm right. <laughs> don't, don't include her in that. This is all you. If you win it, you earn it. Uh, just to make it interesting, <laughs> the loser doesn't get any of this um, and also gets immediately <laughs> deported. So I hope you have your bags packed. Immediately deported. I've. Wait, I was just on the d- phone. Deported with the FBI. to where? Yeah, that's what I was going to be my question. <laughs> oh, Guantanamo. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh man, there's a lot more at stake than I thought. That's right. They're outside your door, so pray that you don't lose. Oh, <laughs> that's what those cars were. It's weird. No one ever drives down my street. With that in mind, no worries, no pressure or anything. Let's get started here. And um, again, the winner of this episode is the undisputed trivia podcast champion. And gets all the glory and uh, that prize. So, guys, you ready to do this? I am ready. Okay. We've got 15 questions here. Whoever has the best score out of 15 at the end of the 15 questions is the winner. And this first question is just an audio question to see who goes, who gets to answer first. So, I'm going to play a clip, an audio clip of a TV, I guess a TV show's theme song, TV show's signature music. I want you to identify what show this is, okay? Here we go.
Anyone? I haven't the foggiest. I'm stumped as well, and I'm the TV movie guy, so... <laughs> well, that's all right. I have a, I had a feeling that might happen. I was making it hard. That was from the TV show Fargo. Oh, oh that's on my list. Oh, it's so good. My Excellent co-host show. is cursing my name right now because he's been trying to get me to watch that TV show for about a month now, and I haven't started. <laughs> so if I would, I would have got that. I would have got that question. That's oh man, I know. We was just a little bit later. That's okay. I have another TV show here. I know it. Who said that? I did, Scott. Scott, what is it? That's Sherlock. Ooh, incorrect. Ooh, Joe, any guesses? I'll give a hint. It was on Showtime about a serial killer. Uh, that would be Dexter, then? Joe, that is correct. Ooh. Yeah. Dexter. All right. Okay. So Joe yeah, will be my, answering my, first. My TV show themes are not where it's at. Uh, if, you, if you want to play the growing pains, I'll sing you that whole song. <laughs> but uh, yeah, If you only played the Friends theme, I would have been all over it. <laughs> Too easy for the finals. <laughs> all right <laughs> okay well question number one here this is for joe thoreau joe the grinch who stole christmas terrorized the who's of what town that's said to exist on a snowflake ah uh, that myself uh that my good friend that would be uh that would be whoville can, can, can we make this an entire episode of nothing but dr seuss related questions because <laughs> i got that <laughs> well, you got one. The Who's from Whoville. That is right. Okay. Question number two. This one's going to Scott. And again, these have all been randomized. So it's not necessarily in increasing order. So don't kill me if this first, this next question, Scott, is difficult. Okay. Uh, oh, man. That's a great way to preface a question. Yeah. What failed language was invented in 1987 as an attempt to create a universal second language? <laughs> failed language in 1987 oh i'm sorry in 1887 was it, it was invented in 1887 gained popularity in more in the 20th century uh i, I have no idea pig latin uh... <laughs> not a bad guess not pig latin okay this is for the steel joe do you have any idea oh yeah it's esperanto it is esperanto I've never heard of that. Yeah, I had, they uh, uh, talked about it on, um, coincidentally, on the first episode I was on, you asked me a question about the, the Gimlet, the startup podcast. They actually talked about it when they were trying to get a name for their company. And that's the only time I'd ever heard huh. of this foolish language. They tried to name it Esperanto as one of their ideas? No, they tried to name it, uh, instead of Gimlet, they were originally going to name it uh, Aurelio, which is ear in Esperanto. <laughs> Um, until right. Alex Bloomberg's wife like ridiculed him and laughed at him for like a good like two minutes. Yes, Esperanto is the correct answer there. Joe got it. So now we're looking at question number three here. The score is two nothing, Joe, and this is back to Joe's question to answer first. What university's mascot is the Fighting Razorbacks? Oh, uh, sports. Yeah. College sports, not my forte. I want to say it's something in <laughs> California. Uh, so University. I'm going to take a swing and I'm going to say uh, 
from UCLA. Lock him in on UCLA. It is not UCLA. Scott, for the steal, what university is the Fighting Razorbacks? I'm actually a bigger NFL guy than I am college, but I'm still pretty sure it's Arkansas. Arkansas, that's correct. Right, back on the board. Scott's on the board now. All right. Finally. Yes, correct. All right, question number four, and this is Scott's question to start. So, Scott, and this is multiple choice. How many stocks make up the Dow Jones Industrial Average? It's either 30, 300, or 3,000. Say the numbers again, please. Sure. How many stocks make up the Dow Jones Industrial Average? 30, 300, or 3,000? Man, considering I used to be an investment banker, I should probably know this. (laughs) Um, 30. All right. 30. Is it 30? Yes. Oh, thank God. My old bosses would have been really mad at me. <laughs> uh, I worked in finance, too, and I did not know that um, originally, <laughs> so don't feel bad. Okay. Scores two to two. Question number five here, going back to Joe. The- <laughs> I love this question. If you're oh, a brony, you're a grown-ass man who's a fan of what animal-themed <laughs> kids show? Um... That would be My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Good God. He's correct. Brandon, friendship is magic. (laughs) Don't forget about this. Scott, did you know that? Yes, I did. I have a friend who is a brony, believe it or not. Oh, I'm sure your friend is a brony. Okay. And I have a daughter. That's my excuse. (laughs) Is your daughter a brony? (laughs) <laughs> I I hope not, but you know, <laughs> hey, whatever she wants to be, I'll support it. <laughs> I don't know what that says about the three of us that we all knew that, but okay. Yep. Brony is the correct answer. Question number six, going back to Scott here. If you're flying to Disneyland, the closest airport is named after what movie cowboy? Disney Disneyland famous cowboy. What real life movie cowboy? Uh, John Wayne. Is it John Wayne? Yes. I was going to say Woody, and I'm like, nope, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Woody. Woody International Airport. From Toy Story. (laughs) Score is 3-3. Oh, God. It's a close one. Can't afford to get any wrong here. Question number seven. This is going to Joe. It's probably a cheap time to head to which southern European country that recently went through a massive economic downturn and default. This is multiple choice. Australia, Albania, or Greece? Well, I am going to have to say that it is, uh, it is Greece. Greece. All right. Hope it's not Albania. Yeah, me too. Oh, I don't want to go there either. So, <laughs> <laughs> Greece is the correct answer. Recently went through a default. Okay. Uh, 4-3. Joe is up. And this is Scott's question. Scott, this is a TV question. What Oakley Doakley saying, leftorium owning cartoon character lives next door to the Simpsons? Uh, Is that Ned Flanders? Ned Flanders is correct. 4-4, tied game. Back to Joe. Joe, if you were going to recreate Ferris Bueller's day off, what city would you have to visit? 
I would have to be in the windy city of Chicago, Illinois. Is it Chicago? Yes. No hesitation. (laughs) (laughs) Nice work, man. I'm sure Scott would have gotten that as well. (laughs) Question number 10. And this is another geography question, Scott. If, okay. In what city was JFK visiting when he was fatally shot? Dallas. Dallas is correct. Oh, man. 5-5. Five, five. Question number 11 here. Back to Joe. What king of England had six wives, the most famous of which was Anne Boleyn, whom he had executed? That would be uh, good old Henry VIII. And Joe deep reach in the history and that is correct henry the eighth that's right i'll sing the song if you want no i actually won't please (laughs) (laughs) question 12 and this is multiple choice scott what smarmy brit or maybe he was australian narrated lifestyles of the rich and famous and it is multiple choice robin quivers robin leach or robin grayson is Robin Leach. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Robin Leach didn't even hesitate on that one. Let's see if that's right. Yeah, it's Robin Leach. I really don't know if he's British or Australian. I think he's British. Okay. Tie. Six to six here. Okay, we've got three more questions to go. Question number 13, and this is for Joe. Joe, what incredible U.S. president was the only one to receive a patent? He was also rumored to have been a vampire slayer. <laughs> um, that is going to have to be good old uh, Honest Abe Lincoln. He says Honest Abe Lincoln. That is right. What, what did Vampire Slayer give it away? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Slight bit. Just a smidge. That movie is severely underrated. By the way, it's awesome. It's amazing. I agree. <laughs> I see. I I haven't seen the movie, but the book is hysterical. Because because it, it's the book is written as if it were nonfiction, like it's written like yep. a, like a narrative nonfiction book. It, it's it's so unbelievably dry in its wackiness. It's it's a riot. I love it. <laughs> and the book is great because there's a scene on a train that takes place on a bridge that lasts probably about ten or fifteen minutes long. This one longest bridge in the history of bridges. <laughs> I remember. Yes, I remember that. That was a great scene. Great movie. Definitely underrated. Question number 14. This is for Scott Clark. Appropriately, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams both died on this day of the year. Appropriately? Yes, appropriately. I mean... An appropriate day in history is July 4th, so I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say that they both died on July 4th. So he thinks the appropriate day for them both to die would be July 4th. Let's lock Maybe him ironic. In. Maybe ironic, not appropriate. <laughs> ironic or appropriate. We'll lock him in on July 4th. Is it? Oh, yes. Woo! Adams and Jefferson were frenemies until the day they died which was july 4th 1826 both of them who well this is unfortunate because (laughs) this the score is tied seven to seven and because joe won the original toss-up if he gets this next question right he wins oh no pressure if he doesn't get it right scott has a chance to steal for the win (laughs) 
Whew, it's tense. Question number 15 for Joe. Joe, and this is multiple choice, too. Which one of these is not a novel by Steg Larson? The girl with the dragon tattoo, the girl who walked on ice, or the girl who kicked the hornet's nest? Which one is not a novel by Steg Larson? He did not write the girl who was it the ice one because I know the other two books because I read them. That one I have not. Girl read. Who if, if it does exist on ice is what he's saying. Uh, I'm gonna lock you in. Joe is the winner. Correct. Nice job, man. Thank you very much. I. Uh, it's all. Uh, it's all about uh, Elizabeth. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> congratulations! It was really, really good. Good match. Came down to the very last question. Scott, I'm sorry you didn't win. You have oh, hey, nothing to be ashamed of. Had a good time. So close, yeah. Scott. That was that was a it was a good battle, my friend. It was. A it good was a battle. good battle. I think I'm we gonna, we each missed one. Did we not? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, that that was pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna immediately. Uh, start petitioning for your release. Um, <laughs> I appreciate good, it. Yeah, the, good. The, good luck out there. Good luck. Do they allow you to to uh, write letters from Guantanamo Bay? I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll write for some pleas for help or something. I don't know. I don't well, know. Obama's not in office for too long, and they usually pardon a whole bunch of people on the way out. So just hold uh, on till early uh, 2017. You'll be good. Yeah, hang in there, buddy. We'll do our best. <laughs> Scott, seriously. Thanks so much. Again, that's Scott Clark of The Gaming Outsider and The Hollywood Outsider. Scott, hey man, it's been a lot of fun. It has been a pleasure, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And Joe. Yes, Brandon. Oh, were you about to play an awesome song? I'm playing all of your glorious music, your victorious music. How does it feel? It feels fantastic. I... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know that I've won anything since I won the uh, West Bay CYO Dance to You Drop contest in 1994. So I'm going to take a, a nice uh, screenshot of things. And I'm going to, you know, I think I'll just take a selfie right now and I'll put that up on the mantle. Um, I'm very happy. And uh, I don't know. I'd like to thank the magic of the Internet. And I'd like to thank you, Brandon. Well, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I'm so glad to have had you on this season. Um, have you ever tried being on a game show? You know, I haven't. And uh, my wife is constantly uh, busting my chops because one of my favorite uh, pastimes is mocking people on Jeopardy. Uh. So, uh, you know what? I may- maybe, uh, you know, maybe I just got up to-, to game strength on your show and I could step up to the big leagues shortly. This is very exciting, Brandon. Excellent. Well, my friend, um, you know, take that prize that free year of audiobooks from audiobooks.com. I mean, you could probably cash that in and get like a free flight around the world or something. Take, take some time <laughs> off. <laughs> You've really been through the gauntlet here, and I appreciate it. Again, Joe Thoreau of 401stories.com. His podcast is 401 Stories. Joe, is there anything you'd like to say as we let you go here? Just got to say, I'm going to look forward to listening, uh, listening to season two. I can't wait. You know, the show's great, and... Uh, I've really been enjoying uh, as both a listener and as a contestant. So uh, who knows if you end up doing some uh, 
Return of the Champions. I'd love to come back and defend my belt someday. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great idea, and I'm sure we will. Joe, thank you so much, my friend. Uh, congratulations again. And that does it for this final episode of Season 1 of Podcast Game Show. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you. Well, that wraps up Season 1 of Podcast Game Show. Congrats to Joe Thoreau for winning the season outright. Great contestant. Uh, if you want to connect with him or Scott Clark, go to podcastgameshow.com forward slash Clark V. Thoreau. Clark V. T-H-E-R-O-U-X. Or you can just go to podcastgameshow.com. It's all there. But that is the show notes page for this episode. Go check it out. I want to thank all of my contestants for taking the time to join me for season one of this show. Uh, especially for those who were in the playoffs and especially to Scott Clark and especially to Scott Clark and Joe Thoreau who appeared three different times throughout this season. Uh, appreciate that. And I want to say thanks to you for listening. Uh, no matter if you just found this show recently or if you've been listening from the beginning, I am truly humbled by the amount of support I've gotten from, from the audience, uh, from those of you who've reached out to me, and for those of you who have shared the show with others. Thank you. All right. Well, season one's in the can. Uh, if you enjoyed it, just wait for season two. That's right. Season two is coming up uh, after a brief hiatus while we prepare to launch it. Working on some improvements to the show. Also working on some improvements on my end, the production end, so that I'm able to produce more quality episodes on a more ongoing basis going forward. And um, while I mentioned that, if you have any suggestions for the show, reach out to me. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter or just go to podcastgameshow.com. There's a contact form there. Give, if you have any ideas for different types of questions, you could submit a question. Uh, types of guests we should have in the future. Maybe we'll have a season dedicated to bronies. Probably not, but just an idea. Reach out to me. If you have ideas, I really want to know what you think. Well, that's it. Thanks so much for being with me this season. We'll talk soon.